Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. Welcome listeners to another episode of Marvel Therapy Group, where we help you to work through the emotional trauma that is Marvel in a good way. In a fun way. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Jack. I'm Haley. We are Marvel Therapy Group. Let us be your Marvel Therapy Group. So for this episode, we're going to talk about our top five favorite MCU characters. Yes. I'm very excited about this. And this, this took us a long time to figure out our favorite characters because there are a lot <laughs> and uh, yes so without further ado let's start who so, wants to go first yeah so how we five, figured four, three, we'd two, do one. this is we figured we we're going to give you our top five going five four three two one yep. and we're going to debate why our characters are the best in the mcu <laughs> sounds good you want to start us off Haley? sure my fifth favorite mcu character is loki okay and I'm going to debate that because he's a very versatile character. Because he was like um, a complex villain. And then a not so villain. Back to kind of a villain. And he just keeps flip flopping. And I Gone like that. Gone through a lot of phases. Very yeah. good. Very, really pretty good in every phase he's been in. Like really good hero. Really good anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Very good villain. You never yeah. know what to expect of him. Like yeah. probably one of the best parts about Thor the Dark World was like... Oh god, he betrayed Thor. <laughs> but he didn't actually. But then he did. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good part. So and I like how he, like, he really couldn't choose a side. He definitely elevates every scene he's in, in the MCU, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good character. Good debating skills. Well, I mean, the problem with this is it's like, you're, like I don't think anyone's going to say a character that we're like, no, I hate. Like, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I basically, like, I like pretty much all the characters in the MCU. Yeah, I know. Like, it's hard. It was really hard like to pick more? a top yeah. five. Yeah. My characters are not in any specific order. So I guess I'll start off with uh, Mantis. Okay. Mantis is a number five. Ooh, interesting okay. one. I love Mantis. No, okay, it's, no, no I, I like Mantis too. It's kind of one I wouldn't have expected. <laughs> Stuff is falling down around yeah, us. It's, it's, a, it's a makeshift set. Mantis is funny. Like, she's she's such an innocent character. She's like a little puppy. She's like Cosmo. She's adorable. <laughs> and really powerful, based on her comic counterpart, which we're not talking about right now. Yep. But... <laughs> Um, I think there's a lot of potential for this character in the MCU, especially when she was introduced and Ego, Kurt Russell's character, was talking about how he found, found her in her larval stage. And so, in the comics, mm-hmm. she tried to become the Celestial Madonna. I'm not entirely sure exactly what that means, but she celestial was eventually... Madonna. Mm-hmm, she was eventually, like, blown up into a bunch of different pieces of herself that went all across the galaxy and, like, became different elements of her. And then a whole story from her was trying to find, like, pieces herself back together. Uh, and so if they wanted to go that route, they could make this Mantis part of, or, like, that larval stage part of the original Mantis. And then they could eventually try to put, put, the, put the character back together. 
And then she could be that ridiculously powerful character that she can be. So you somewhat contradicted yourself because you're like, favorite MCU character based on the comics. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I still I still love the portrayal of the character in the MCU. Yeah, adds a lot of heart, a lot of comedy to the Guardians. And it exactly. says a lot that it's like, because that, that first movie, that core team was established so well that you're like, these are the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And the fact that this character could come in and just very quickly like become like a fan favorite and basically feel like part of the team by the time you meet her in Infinity War. Like I think that says a lot about the character. Yeah, and then I was when... honestly surprised to see her in the trailer with the Guardians when they like met Thor. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, cuz like I figured she would, but at the same time I'm like, wow, that was that was fast. Yeah, she's a Guardian now. And she got scenes with like the the number one guy in the MCU, Robert Downey Jr. himself in Infinity right. War. Right. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then That's in a Infinity I never War, would have expected. in Infinity War, when she's unraveled with a reality stone, I was heartbroken. And then she was put back together, and it was fine. But then she evaporated, and it was sad again. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hope they've all seen Infinity War. Yeah, I hope you have. It's really, it's really good, guys. All right, so that brings you to me, and uh, me to me. <laughs> that brings you to you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. My number five is my boy David Tennant, Mr. Kilgrave himself from Jessica Jones. So for this, we apparently are including TV shows. I, okay. I think that like, it would be like, it would be a disservice to say like, oh, the TV actors aren't as good as the MCU actors because they're on TV. We were going to have a whole separate one for them because I can't. No, I mean, they they belong together. They belong to be like, you know, included with the, the... the movie actors, I think. We do need a whole new episode for TV show characters. But yeah, Kilgrave is an amazing character. Best villain in the whole MCU, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it right here. Mm-hmm. Very I think good. So, so well acted. Like, so, so terrifying. Like, he's probably, like, the most terrifying villain I think I've ever seen. Like, someone who could literally, like, make me afraid. Like, his powers are just so terrifying to me. And, like, how they were portrayed and how they were shown and, like... How, like, like the different ways he used them. Like, it's just, I don't know, he was terrifying. And, like, just his whole relationship with Jessica and his whole motivations. It definitely worked with the theme of the first season where it's a psychological thriller. And even when he comes back for that one episode in season two, that was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Moving on to number four, Haley. My number four is Drax in a similar way that your number five is Mantis. Is that he's just... He's so good for comedy, and he's such, like, a straightforward character. He can never disappoint you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's kind of like the Hulk. Well, Drax is my number f- three, so yeah. I'm right there with you. He'll just yeah. fight you in the battle, like, yeah. fight the battles. He's the fish out of water. It was, he was probably my favorite part of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and then Infinity War was when I was like, all right, Drax is my new favorite Guardian. Yeah. He's really hard to spot, though, in his scenes. <laughs> you're proud of that joke yeah no it could have been better because he's but... invisible yeah good good try <laughs> good it was try. a good effort i'm like yeah i mean you had to do it you had to throw that in somewhere well i was i wanted to make that joke but like i knew it wasn't the right time but i was afraid someone else was gonna make the joke <laughs> nope <laughs> props to dave batista for like coming in and being like one of like the funniest actors in the mcu yeah and the best part is that he doesn't understand uh well sarcasm for one and like uh, body language almost, like in Infinity War when they're sneaking towards Thanos on nowhere and Star-Lord holds up his hand and <laughs> they all like, well, they keep walking none past. None of them did that. I think that was more of a joke on his leadership. Yeah, than, yeah. And the group themselves. <laughs> they all kept walking past. Yeah. It was good. Let's go, uh, my number four, uh, the, the Wasp. Yeah. <laughs> 
You, I'm surprised like how high you you consider the Ant Man movies to be. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're really. Don't good. get me wrong, I love the Wasp, but it's like I, I'm surprised she's like top five Marvel characters. I you. almost, I she should be higher. It's just like I said, these aren't. I couldn't put these in an exact numerical order. I feel like she'll be higher for me if like when she's in more movies. Yeah, she really only had the Wasp in like one movie. Yeah, so, the, like, the Wasp has always been my favorite Avenger. So seeing her in Ant-Man and the Wasp, even though it wasn't Janet, it was still like the Wasp costume. And it was really cool to see. Yeah. It's like the way that she uses is very intuitive, you know? And she like, just mm-hmm. grabs objects or she uh, does like acrobatics and, and yeah. shrinks. Well, once you have Michelle Pfeiffer, I mean, you probably will get a Janet Finn, like a full Janet right. Finn dime Wasp too. So yep. it's like, you know, you get you get both. Yeah. And we just met Evangeline Lilly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We met Evangeline Lilly at Boston Comic Con. <laughs> She's very nice. I mean, for the five seconds we yeah, met her in yeah, the photo lab, yeah, but... She was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, the, yeah, the Wasp, I'm excited, definitely excited to see what more she can do. Yeah, absolutely. After Infinity absolutely, War. yeah. That's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Oh, it's me again. All right, so uh, my number four, I'm sticking with uh, Marvel Netflix. It is <laughs> Daredevil, or I got my little Daredevil Funko Pop right there, my little buddy. But yeah, Daredevil is one of my favorite characters from the comics, and I abs- I've never seen the movie because I just heard it's bad and I didn't want to watch it, but I I love what they did with that character and how they brought him to the screen and they made his world like so dark and gritty and just he's such a bad he's like he's just such a badass like you know he's like such a good fighter and like such a good like and how they use his senses are so cool and just charlie cox alone charlie cox is an amazing actor i actually met charlie cox at boston comic-con two years ago and we're now personal friends we had a very short 10 second conversation (laughs) which season do you like better I think they're both pretty even, honestly. Yeah. Like, I know some people have their problems with season two, but I, I really think they're both, like, pretty even. Like, what problems with season two? I want to make sure. I want to see if it's the same problems I have. Well, I know people... <laughs> it's a whole different fight. I, I know people think that they never had a villain quite as good as um, oh. Wilson Fisk, which that is true, but, I mean, for, for what they were doing, I was fine with the hand essentially being the main villain. I know people have problems with Elektra. I mean, I like Elektra a lot. No, I was but... going to say that. I just was never sold on this portrayal of Elektra in the second season. She's a, she's a very well-developed character, and I just didn't get the sense that it was the Elektra that I was used to. Um... I mean, it, it was, it's still a great show, but it's, that's well, what yeah, I Well, yeah, but uh, not just taking the show apart, just Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil, great character in the MCU. Hopefully, they can bring him into the movies at some point. That would be amazing. With Black Widow. Or Spider-Man. Yeah, mm. street level. Yeah. When I was first started watching Daredevil, it took me a little while to to realize it was a show about about Matt Murdock mm-hmm. because it starts off as a show about Matt Murdock and then he turns into Daredevil. It took me a while to get past that. But then once you realize it's a show about the human part of the character, <laughs> it's a really good show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Haley, you want to give us your number three? Number three is Gamora. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Gamora. She didn't get in my top five, but yeah, like Gamora. Yeah. Yes. I, I was so heartbroken over her death. Right. Like, I you didn't, can't do that to me. I didn't know how much I liked Gamora and, until and like her, and her death was the one that's stressing me out the most because it wasn't like a snap death. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, she might be one of the more permanent ones. And I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. which I, I, which like, I, I don't know how you do Guardians 3 without her. Like, yeah. Going into that movie, all my, like, one of my friends was really like, I bet Gamora's going to die. And I was like, I don't think she's going to die because I know James Gunn's going to want to use her in uh, Guardians 3. 
Yep. And then <laughs> if he we, had, we had a Deadpool going with my friends, and he won because he bet Gamora was going to die. Oh. So I was both heartbroken. I was heartbroken for two reasons. Yeah. I met a cosplayer who dresses as Gamora. I met her twice. And uh, she does a really good job. Mm-hmm. And every time I see Gamora, I'm like, oh, I met her. Zoe Saldana. I'm like, wait. <laughs> No, <laughs> that was not Zoe Saldana. I, I have would, not met the real Gamora. It would be amazing if you met Zoe Saldana in the Gamora makeup. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Zoe Saldana, if you're listening, if you ever go to Boston Comic Con, please go in the Gamora makeup. We'd, or be a guest on our podcast. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever you want to do. I think part of the reason I like in Gamora, the Gamora so much... Makeup. <laughs> I think part of the reason I like Gamora so much is because of Zoe Saldana, because she's a really great actress. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of She's Zoe really Saldana got like the space alien space thing down in general in all her yeah. movies. Yeah. So we'll say speaking, you know, someone um spoiler, someone didn't get in my uh my top five is Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Because of certain things he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he in... didn't make mine either. <laughs> he really went downhill. But yeah. Gamora was Gamora not was, was my number three as well. Yeah. I'm gonna put her at number three. Uh, that means two of the Guardians made my top five. That's, that's yeah, very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Drax. Yeah, what about you, Jack? Uh, number three? Yeah. Well, number three for me was Drax. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I already talked about that. Uh, do you want to do number two? Sure. Yep. All right, so number two is uh, my other Funko Pop buddy, Jessica Jones, right there. <laughs> uh Partially, I think it's because I really love, I'm a big Kristen Ritter fan. Like, from her days in Breaking Bad, I thought she was a really good actress. I was really excited when I heard she was cast in the role. And I still think season one of Jessica Jones is one of the best things Marvel has ever made. One of the best things ever made. Oh, yeah. It's one of <laughs> yeah. my favorite TV shows of all time. Like, outside yeah. of, like, any genre or, like, mm-hmm. any, like, superhero property or just, like, Marvel, DC, anything. It's just Definitely. It's so, it's so different. It's because it's a psychological thriller. Yeah. It's... It's, yeah, one of my and, favorite shows. But, oh my god, like, Jessica's just, like, you know, she's tough, she's, like, she's sarcastic, she's, like, angry, uh, she's such a great <laughs> character to watch. And angry, yeah. <laughs> you, oh, That makes the character. Yeah, she's so great. Oh, I love Jessica, I love her so much. And Kristen Ritter does such a great job. And yeah, and she wrote a book that was basically, Kristen Ritter wrote the book, that was basically a Jessica Jones episode. It's called Bonfire, and it's really good. <laughs> I am fine giving free uh, giving a free ad to Christian Ritter on this show. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there right now, so there's no... So you guys know that right off the bat. Yeah. Have you heard of it, Haley? I haven't heard of the book, though. Yeah. It was, it's basically a Jessica Jones episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, the character is also a borderline alcoholic. Then I'll have to look it up. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's, uh... Or, like, an, it's not a funny book, but, you know... In terms of how relevant it is. But yeah, so, I mean, Jessica and Kilgrave both made my top five, so you can tell how much I love Jessica Jones. Yeah, which season of that do you like better? Oh, season one by far. Definitely. I, yeah. I, I liked season two well enough. Um, I definitely think it was stronger in, like, the back half, but, no, season one, I think, is, like, is one of the few things I think is an absolutely, like, perfect season of television, start to finish. Yeah. Yeah, season two... I watched. You always pull out like all the stops for the first season, so you can get a second season. But then you already pull out all the right. stops for the first season. It's, so it's not that there's like things I wouldn't change in season one, but like I feel just like overall, like any like failings in season one are like more than made up for. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think there's only one filler episode in season one. That was the one where she has to track down these people who try to kill her. Like they they uh they stage an affair, I think, and hire her and um. They end up trying to kill her because they don't like superheroes because of what happened in New York, the incident. Mm-hmm. I think like that was the only filler episode, but even that was entertaining. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely like season one better. I watched season two in two days. I binged it, and I think that's why I have a problem with season two is because I watched it so fast that I, like... Didn't have um, time to appreciate it. Right, exactly. Exactly that. Uh, are we on number two now? Yeah, I did, I did my number two. Oh, yeah, Jessica Jones. My number two, let's go with... Ooh, this is a tough one. Uh, well, I already, I already put a disclaimer that they're not in numerical order, so Peggy Carter. Interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, um, I, I like Peggy Carter a lot. I like, um, Hayley Atwell a lot. I think she's a really good actress. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I mean, Peggy Carter, what do you think about Peggy Carter? I like her. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, my number two is similar, so. Yeah. yeah. It's just, there's nothing to say about Peggy Carter, you know Everyone knows the character, and it's... Oh, I will say, I feel a little guilty because I was one of the people who fell off Agent Carter during season two. Um, I watched half of it, and I didn't really... I didn't like it. And I, I really liked the first season. I don't know why I didn't like the second season as much. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't like it. I said I felt bad. <laughs> you don't have to, like, make me feel worse. I feel bad her show got canceled. And uh, she did... She had a very relevant part in the MCU as well, and even came back in, oh, I'm gonna say it again, Ant-Man. Yeah, right? Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man. Soldier. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Little little weird that Cap now has a relationship with her daughter. Is it her oh, daughter or niece? Niece. Her niece. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very it's still weird. weird. I think uh, Haley Atwell herself has said it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it is but, very like, they weird. Didn't follow up on it at all, so I'm gonna pretend it like just fell through and never really happened. Yeah, and to be fair, Captain America or Steve Rogers and and uh, Peggy Carter were only a thing for like a week. And like the relationship never went. Really official right it was never officially they never they never got to go on one date <laughs> yeah so that kind of makes it better but not I feel really like the thing with peggy's niece is more like trauma because mm. it's just in the middle of a battle and like you're all heartbroken it happened they never mentioned it again so you could just move on yeah they haven't mentioned it yet but do you think they plus will he, plus he was on the run for so long i feel like they would not upkeep a relationship true yeah so. yeah i don't I think that was just like a weird one-off thing and it never happened again. Maybe, because I think everyone thinks it's weird. Do you think that Sharon Carter's going to come back? I, I have no idea. I mean, I don't think it's like... I'm, I wouldn't mind if she came back. I mean, yeah. I, said, I don't think it's like a super high priority for Marvel. Yeah. I just, like, like, it's, it's really could just be like 50-50. If they were in a relationship, I'd feel bad for her. Because <laughs> then it's just like second best. Yeah. With literally your aunt. Oh, it's like yeah. The whole time so he's like, I'd just... rather would have been... I'd rather be dating your aunt. You know, your aunt who's now dead. Yeah. Yeah, I would have no problem so, if Sharon Carter came back. Um, just not is a romantic yeah, shit for Steve Rogers. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Peggy Carter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Number two? Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. Good. I, she's in my honorable mentions. I thought she... Yeah, she's over there. It's like, I didn't write her down. No, she's in my honorable mentions, but definitely Black Widow. Yeah. She's just a nice constant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I, don't, I don't know. I like her. I, I feel like Marvel overhypes her a little bit, partially maybe because it's just Scarlett Johansson and Scarlett Johansson's really famous and she Scarlett draws Johansson in crowd. But I definitely amazing. feel like she doesn't deserve like whatever they give her, like fifth billing or whatever, like movies where she's like like Infinity War. She didn't deserve to be credited like right after like all the main Avengers. Mm. And like, there are characters who are more important. Than part her. of that too could be that it's Scarlett Johansson who is yeah, you know, and very just famous. like the longevity of her character. Mm-hmm. Has been there since. That's another character that's also a constant, but has a potential to go into a very 
a much bigger storyline. You know, yeah. I, I do think Marvel kind of messed up not giving her her own solo movie because they definitely. It seems like they kind of want they kind of want to have their cake and eat it too. Like they want her to be big, and like really important, but you know they want to do it without giving her a movie. And I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Like people love Cap because Cap got Winter Soldier. Like mm-hmm. all the main Avengers like have one movie, but like that's why everybody loves them. Like she doesn't really have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it says a lot to the character that they integrated her well enough that everyone loves her and. She never yeah. had her own movie. And they still put her in, like, all the movies, even yeah. if they aren't her own. Like, uh, Captain America, um, The Winter Soldier was basically just Captain America and Black and Widow. And Black Widow, yeah. <laughs> the Winter Soldier. <laughs> all right, so number one? Yeah, go for it. All right, my number one is Mr. Captain America. All right, we got a mainstream Avenger. Or, like, yeah, one of the big... I mean, how, how, can you not, how can you not love Cap? Like, yeah. he's literally just, like, the symbol of, like, perfect, like, good in the world like he's, he's just also, like yeah. he's so positive he's also my like, number one yeah so he's yep. like oh I, and when you, I don't know it's like you can't not look up to captain america like i remember watching infinity war in the theater as soon as cap shows up everybody stands up and starts cheering oh i have a different opinion because he is so perfect it's like well like he's i can't pretty, look up i can't he's relate not to that perfect through like civil war and stuff that is, that, and he, and he yeah. had like the rocky past. yeah i definitely like, he wasn't think the perfect soldier I, I, but i definitely he just, think marvel does a good job like um like, showing him kind of, like, struggle with, like, mm-hmm. this, like, burden of being, like, this idol everybody looks up to. Really? Like, I, feel, I feel like they do show, like, you know, he's very human underneath that, and he kind of, like, struggles with this perfect ideal Plus that people have Plus, he's on, like, the perfect line between one of, the, like, the superheroes and one of the more humans. I don't get that at all. He's, to me, he comes off arrogant. He's like, yeah, I'm perfect, and I know it. <laughs> That's why you're wrong, and I'm gonna beat you. And I also think I like <laughs> that. I like that Marvel really, like, portrayed this character like very comic book accurately they didn't go like dc yeah. route and portray him like dark and gritty and try to make him like you know cool for the modern kids like they did with superman mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that i don't like the character it's just he's not one of my favorites because he, i have nothing in common with captain america i mean neither You're do American. i but i still like him <laughs> okay but i'm not i don't claim to, to be perfect um and she was he was your number one too yeah mm-hmm. nice. that just leaves you joe all right She's not my number one, but my top five, Scarlet Witch. Interesting again. <laughs> you really just throw curveballs <laughs> at me with all these characters. Are you sure it wasn't Iron Man? Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I could. I could say Iron, Iron Man's Man. Iron Man probably one. was my favorite at one point, but he's kind of gone down. Like partially again because I don't think he's gotten like a solo movie in a while. These top five characters are mostly the ones I'm emotionally attached to, mm-hmm. and Scarlet Witch. I love her. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> you mention her a lot. Yeah. I do like the Scarlet Witch. I think she's cool. I, I like the actress again. Part of it's just like I like all the actors, too. Part of it is the Magneto yeah. tie-in. Um, that her doesn't character- exist. Yet. Her power it's set. It's not going it, to. It might. They <laughs> can't. They've shown that, that it doesn't. How? They've shown, like, her origin. They've shown, like, she got her powers from, like, weird experiments with the... Well, they could very easily be like, oh, she had an X gene that was activated by the scepter. Pretty easy to do. I kind of hope, like, Marvel doesn't go like the, oh, X-Men were here the whole time and just totally changed their universe. They're doing that with Runaways, though. With Molly. They haven't specifically said she's a mutant, but, like, they're alluding to it. Her powers are... I think the camera's about to die, so we should wrap this up. All right, yeah. (laughs) Um, Honorable mentions... Uh, I got Thor, Rocket, and Loki. Rocket! That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I love Rocket. Love my little buddy. My honorable mentions were Iron Man, 
See, there's my Iron Man. Yep. Doctor Strange and Mariah Hale. Mine were Scarlet Witch, Vision, and Shuri. Scarlet Witch. Oh, Woo. I forgot about Shuri. Shuri. She would get no. I'm going to add her to an honorable yeah. mention. <laughs> no we, one, if we can do that. No one's going to comment on Mariah Hale. She's fine. Okay. She needs more screen time. She to does. Get, like more emotionally attached. Yeah, no, I like the I, li- I like the character. She's always awesome when she's there, but she never spends enough time for me to be like so emotional. That's attached. why she's my honorable mention because yeah. yeah, she's always awesome when she's there. Like, I was a little like when she broken. died in Avengers, I was like that's sad but not as sad. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I was a little like I was a little like annoyed because like, you see like at the end of like the post credit scene of Avengers, you see uh, Nick Fury and Maria Hill roll up, and you're like, oh, okay, they're probably gonna have like a big role in the next one because they yeah. weren't in this one, and then nope. Yeah. Well, yeah, the camera's about to die, I think. So, catch us on, on YouTube. Already, so, if if you're watching on YouTube and this and we cut out, just go on to iTunes and watch the rest of our episode. <laughs> thank you again yeah, for tuning thank in. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session.